Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Big stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. Now look, for the vast majority of people, at least going off the poll numbers, uh, the Canadians who don't use cannabis, um, this doesn't really impact us today. Nothing really changes. We didn't use cannabis before. We're not going to use cannabis now. But what does change or what has been changing uh, is that we now have a, a fledgling legal cannabis industry. It has been interesting to watch this industry grow and some of the big players who have emerged. Uh, some of the wild swings on the stock market. This company, Tilray, has just been, um, you know, going crazy. And I'm not sure why, but certainly there, there are some some big players in this industry. And I think as, as other countries catch up to Canada, uh, I think we're well positioned to have our industry be global leaders. So in terms of economic activity, in terms of jobs, in terms of investment opportunities, there is a lot to get excited about. And certainly our next guest has been excited about what he's been seeing and expects to see. W. Brett Wilson, of course, Calgary's own well-known investor, philanthropist, former dragon, uh, and someone who's uh, excited about this industry. Joins us on the line here this afternoon. Brett, so great to have you with us. Welcome to the program. Thank you very much, Rob. Well, tell us then, what, what has made you so bullish about this industry? Well, it really started a couple of years ago when the Liberals announced that they were going to legalize the space. And I had been a real cynic. I thought that medical marijuana was kind of a cute and fake way for uh, recreational marijuana to get into the hands of anyone who claimed that they had a headache or uh, was yeah. suffering from some stress. But once I did my homework, whether it was anecdotal or real-life experiences uh, amongst family and friends, I came around to understanding that cannabis is a legitimate industry. The, the drugs that I worry about are fentanyl and alcohol and sugar. I do not worry about cannabis. It's it's going to be crowded. It's going to be confusing initially, and and certainly we've seen some big play, big players emerge. We we've seen some that have tried to make a name for themselves, and you know maybe failed so far. How how do we sort through the clutter, and you know who's going to emerge as as the big players? Well, that that's going to be the great the great the, the million dollar the billion right. dollar question. We've got, and I've described it a couple times. The process right now is organized confusion. There is a, a plethora of rules and regulations. We've got, you know, a city like Kelowna, one side of the river um, or the lake says "Let's go," the other says "Oh, not so sure." So they're adjacent inside the same province, inside the same operating communities, and the city of West Kelowna is treating it very differently than Kelowna. And that problem, that challenge, that confusion exists from coast to coast to coast, and I'm sure um, along our borders there's, uh, there's just ongoing confusion. So when will things sort themselves out? It's over the next years, not the next weeks, not the next days. The volatility in the market has been extraordinary. Uh, it's just hard to imagine how some investors can stomach uh, the roller coaster. But for the most part, the roller coaster has been wandering up. 
Well, and I think initially there was a question about how much of a market there would be, how much the government was going to control, how much we were going to leave this uh, in the hands of industry. In terms of the regulatory approach and in controlling this product, but allowing a, a market to emerge, do you, do you think we've struck more or less the right balance? Well, that's also a great question. And, you know, we're still not there in terms of the legalization of edibles and all the oils. And those are coming. They're right around the corner. And I personally happen to be someone who doesn't want to put anything in my lungs, but I'm probably a little more willing to put it in my stomach. So therefore, the oils and edibles have more appeal to me. And I do use cannabis for stress and anxiety and sleep. Probably the major factor is sleep. I don't touch it before 10 o'clock at night. But I have other friends and other people I know well who are using it in different ways. Again, the market is going to shake itself out. I think fundamentally, going back to your first point, the government estimated the size of the market. I think they grossly underestimated the size of the market when I looked at their, the factors that went into how they determined the market. And a lot of it was polling. You can only imagine that three or four years ago when someone phoned you at home at night and said, uh, hey, are you uh, a fan of an illegal drug? Most people would say no. <laughs> they yeah. don't have to. It's this the nature. So I think the polling was incomplete and inaccurate. The other thing is that social stigma and, and acceptance has changed dramatically with the conversation about the importance of medical marijuana and, of course, the pending, if not now, today, legalization of cannabis. Well, in Canada's industry has a head start, don't they? And as you know, we have more U.S. states legalizing, other countries looking at it. In the long term, do you think that positions Canada as, as a real global leader in this industry? Well, that's certainly the positioning that's been taken. If you look at the conversations and uh, the experience of, uh, in particular, Canopy with a four or five billion dollar investment by Constellation Brands, yeah. a global play. That's that's not a regional play to see how much they can sell from uh, from coast to coast. That's a global play. Others, we hear rumors of Coca-Cola dancing. I mean, go back to big picture. The alcohol industries, the cigarette industries, the pharma industries are all, and the pop industries, are all circling around the cannabis space because they see explosive growth opportunities in the infused and uh, uh, and embedded. And again, I believe fundamentally that the market's considerably larger than the government estimated. Well, and, you know, it's interesting, the border issue, too, because we had uh, the announcement just recently from the U.S. border officials that they, they were going to ease up a little bit. There was concern that, you know, potentially inve investors in the cannabis industry might face issues crossing the border. I mean, you do a lot of business on both sides of the border. Of course, you co-own the uh, Nashville Predators, so you're constantly going back and forth. Have you encountered any issues? Do you expect to going forward? Well, I haven't encountered any issues. I'm told, and again, it's more anecdotal in terms of my evidence, but most of the problems were people driving across the border where there may have been an odor or a smell yeah. or a reason to believe that someone's looking slightly baked. Um, the Border Patrol officer would say, hey, what's going on? So that's where I'm aware of most of the problems. I'm not aware of anyone getting uh, a real problem. I know someone had their Nexus card taken away, but they were wearing a I Love Marijuana t-shirt. Oh, wow. Kinda, you know, you pick a stupid thing to do and then do it, and then you lose your Nexus card. Um, so the evolution, though, is going to be interesting over the next near while. We know that cannabis is going to be legalized for medical purposes in the U.S. We saw the tweet on that the other day. And frankly, the whole industry is one tweet away from being approved by, by Trump and in his efforts. 
And at some point, Trump's going and his people will recognize the size of the industry and what they're missing out on. For a guy who loves trying to bully the rest of the world and their trade agreements to walk away from the cannabis space makes no sense. So I've always felt the U.S. was first inevitable and second, uh, highly probable as a great place to invest. Well, and, and that's yeah. going back. Canada's been my raison d'etre. I've absolutely fallen in love with a ton of the different players, not just the growers, but the distributors. Um, I've heavily invested in people who are in the education space as well. There's a lot of elements to this this business. And it's important for people to see that side of it. I know there's a lot of people that don't like the idea of legalization, were never crazy about it, don't want anything to do with cannabis, and, and that's fine, and people can feel that way. But, you know, you recognize the potential of this industry, uh, and even certainly for individuals, the investment opportunities. I mean, it's really remarkable. Well, I read some of the tweets that are on some of the other social media that's kind of anti the cannabis industry, and I'm kind of smiling, thinking, yeah, but yeah, you'll let your children drink pot. Um, sugar is the demise of, uh, of many people, whether it's obesity or, or uh, just mental health issues. The, the sugar is just such a horrible, horrible uh, drug. And I describe it that way as I come to understand it. And here we are with people, I think, uh, riding a high horse on cannabis that's quite incorrect. Well, it's going to be interesting uh, to see in the weeks and months ahead. I know you'll be watching closely, Brett. Uh, great talking to you. Thanks so much for the insight. And thanks for making some time for us here today. Touch base in a couple months. We'll see how it goes. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.